Hello and welcome to the January 25th episode of This Week in Kirkland, the official podcast of the City of Kirkland, bringing you timely topics and noteworthy news delivered to you every week. I'm your host, Jim Lopez, one of two deputy city managers here at the city, joined today by two members of our podcast team. Hello, I'm Sue Romero. Hi, I'm Chris Peterson. And as well, we have our special guest, Aaron Hussman is back. Hello. Welcome, Aaron. We're here. We're very excited to hear about what's going on with stormwater. Mm-hmm. But before we do, here are the topics we're covering this week. KPD's got some new police officers. Yay. <laughs> also, a new volunteer opportunity in Kirkland Parks and how you can become a steward with the TILF Alliance. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and coming up, we've got tips on being prepared for the big one and how to serve on a city advisory board. And a heads up on the closure at 85th Street and the 405 Interchange and how to join an informational meeting. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, an informational meeting to learn more about that project. Well, that sounds great, but first, our big story of the week. Hey, create a home fire escape plan to keep you and your loved ones safe in an emergency. And you do this by drawing a map of your home Marking exits, doors, and windows. And know at least two ways out yeah, of every two room. Ways. Yep. And practice, practice, practice your drill, both at night and during the day. Because yes, having a plan doesn't help if doesn't, you don't practice. You got to practice right. it. You got to practice it. And don't forget about a plan for your pets. Many public shelters and hotels don't actually allow pets. So know a safe place to take your pets before disasters and emergencies happen. And don't Big forget deal. an emergency kit for your pet. Yes. You know, you, you build one for yourself with yep. your food and water and change of clothes. Food and water for them, any medicines they take, grooming stuff, sanitation, and some comfort items yeah, like their favorite toys to reduce stress in yeah. times of emergency. That's important. Uh, make sure you license your pet. It's the best way to ensure they get back home to you. Yep. Let's make sure Spot has a spot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And find everything we're talking about and more tips in the show notes. Hey, wish you could provide recommendations to the city council? Then you should apply to join a city board Uh, or commission. Boards and commissions formulate new ideas, receive public comments, analyze complex issues, and make recommendations on projects and policies. They generally meet just once a month in the evening. And the city is working on being able to provide childcare stipends to help encourage participation breaking down barriers to participate for folks interested in serving the community in this really effective way, being on a board and commission is really a top priority of the city. So apply by February 13th. Yes. Hey, do you have an itch to be better prepared in case the big one strikes? Mm -hmm. Check out the latest Let's Chat video. This is from our Office of Emergency Management. You can learn about our Community Emergency Response Training, or CERT, and our Emergency Communication Team. It's a hands-on way to grow your preparedness skills. You can meet new people and get involved in your community. It's really, really a great, great effort. You learn and you have fun. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to Carly P. about the CERT class. And I was like, so it's not just preparing your go bag. This is for people who want to be kind of leaders in an emergency. Like they're the people that will be like, Call 911. Go over here and search for people that might be missing. Help first aid. It's Yes, and Carly P. is yeah. a wonderful member of our emergency management yes. team. And it's consistent with our theme, apparently, today, which I is know. preparedness. Yeah. You know, I have a ham radio license, and so this might be an itch that I'm going to scratch. <laughs> yes. Right along that, yeah, kind of that thread of interest. The next meeting of the Kirkland City Council is on Tuesday, February 6th, and we'll have a preview of that meeting 
on next week's podcast. Yep. So the Kirkland Police Department welcomed two new officers, Sue, this week. Yay, welcome. You'll soon see them nice. serving our community. And hey, if you've ever thought, I'm interested in law yeah. enforcement. How would you act upon that? You would apply. Kirkland uh, PD is great. Everyone there, so I'm there once a yes. week. I get to know the officers and everyone there loves it. Like yeah. it's like a family there. It's, yeah, it's really big great. enough department to have all the cool gear and specialty units, but small enough to feel like a family. And that's why our officers stick around. Nice. Mm-hmm. So there's a reminder, big traffic closure coming up at I-405 and 85th Street. Both directions of 85th Street and the freeway ramps will be closed this weekend, mm-hmm. January 26th from Friday night through Monday morning. Uh, crews for this Washington State Department of Transportation project, they will be demolishing the ramps and installing temporary intersections with signals. Uh, following the closure, the way you travel around the area will be different. Uh, I commute in on 85th, yeah. so... Yeah, we'll, me too. Yeah. yeah. Get ready. So basically Get what we're ready. saying yeah. is everything at 405 right. and 85th will be, be closed. closed. <laughs> Don't even go <laughs> Take there. Take appropriate action. Yeah. And they want you to know that this work depends on the weather. Course, so like it's so dumping much. down rain. Yeah. We might be talking about this again next week. We're yeah. just letting you know um, it could happen. And so the closures could be rescheduled for another time sure. if it rains. And if you want to know more, there is an upcoming meeting on January 30th at City Hall right here at mm-hmm. City Hall Chambers, Council Chambers, to learn more about the project. Yeah. So, hey, we love our parks. Yep. And there is a new opportunity to show the love. How? We have a brand new parks beautification program. And what does that mean? It means you can work with parks management crews to weed the flower beds, plant perennial flowers, clean the signs, and more to show your love. Yeah, and no experience is necessary. They will provide tools and education. So, you know, (laughs) knowing me, I'm going to need both. (laughs) (laughs) And this first event is on February 14th. So tell your date. Hey, we're going to go, go clean up the farms park. before we head out to And I'm to telling dinner. you, that's a winning, that's a winning strategy. <laughs> yeah. honestly, honestly. you got to work for your chocolates. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so contribute to food equity and become a soil and waste water steward. Did you know that that was an opportunity here? I did not. If you're excited about food equity, sustainable gardening, composting systems, and stormwater management, then... Then you should apply yeah. for a nine-month training to become a soil and water steward with the TILF Alliance. Apply by March 10th. All right. And that brings us to our five in five. Five questions, five minutes. You know the drill. I guess approximately five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm timing. <laughs> with this week's special guest, Aaron Hussman. Welcome back, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, everyone. Great Howdy. to be here. Aaron, as you all may remember, is an environmental education and outreach coordinator. And he's here to talk about the draft stormwater management program. That's plan. right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's going to be fun. Super fun. We're going to go with the flow. <laughs> We're going to go with <laughs> the flow. See what he did there? Yeah. So remind us, Aaron, what does an environmental education and outreach coordinator do? Sure. Yeah. So we are responsible for just driving forward education and outreach in the city of Kirkland. So talking about all things specifically for us, public work. So surface water, stormwater runoff, solid waste and recycling, and then we're dabbling in, in water and wastewater outreach as well. So you have the whole spectrum of issues because public works is a big, complex department. It's a big department. There's yeah. there's three of us in the education and outreach sphere in public works. Yeah, so. I want to talk about that because you guys are all like podcast stars now. Or we're racking up the racking visits. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> racking up the visits. But before we talk a little bit about that, what are you doing for fun these days? 
Yeah, I, I, you know, it's winter, so I, yeah. I, I'm drawn towards the snow, so I try to get at least 40 to 50 ski days in a season. Oh, that's impressive. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Now, are you skiing, are you snowboarding, or both? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, mostly snowboard, but I'm ski curious. So Ski curious. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I grew, I grew up um, skiing, huh. and um, I tried snowboarding, and I don't know. I think I have a balance issue or something, because it well, was, like, hysterical. I was just, like... We gotta, we gotta get up there. I'll, I'll, you I'll gotta teach show you. me. There's yeah. gotta be like a secret because I'm a pretty good skier. I taught my wife to snowboard, so I think I'm a pretty good teacher. So yeah, all right. Well, yeah. I, I trust you. Does right. being a good skier translate to, to being, being a, a good snowboarder? Yeah. I think once you understand the the components of hey, I'm sliding down snow on things with edges, then <laughs> it all clicks. I don't know. I have a suspicion that I'm hopeless, but we'll <laughs> we'll give it a go. So, what actually is it like to work over there? You're in the Kirkland Conserves group. So, who's in that group? Yeah, so we've got uh, Gina Jane, who yeah, you Gina, talked to on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah. She's our um, solid waste another education outreach specialist. Yeah. Yep, another podcast specialist. And then uh, Kate Schmidt, who's our other environmental education outreach specialist for storm and surface water. Oh, Kate's a lot of fun. we got to yeah. get Kate on the Kate's show. Kate's got to get it. Yeah, yeah, she's she's uh, launching our Natural Yard Care Ambassador program soon, so she'll definitely oh, get we'll on the podcast Oh, we'll be talking to her soon. Uh, yeah. Sounds like that's mm-hmm. going to be, yeah, five questions, five, five questions, five minutes. Kate mm-hmm. Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, so it's a lot of fun. You guys do it all together. We do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're here to talk about the draft stormwater management plan. Tell us right. about that. Yeah, so to, to zoom out for a second, so on days like today, if you could look outside, it's raining, right? So when that rain hits the ground, it runs off somewhere, and in Kirkland, that runs off into a storm drain. And Aaron, it's been raining a while. It's been raining a lot. It's good. We need it. We, we need, need the water. It. All right, well, that's, I'll take that. Uh, and so when it goes into the storm drains, it goes directly to the nearest creek, lake, and then ultimately yeah. Lake Washington. So. To allow that to happen, for Kirkland to have that stormwater system, we have a permit with the state. It's a, a permit that allows the flow to go into the exactly. streams. But it comes with a lot of caveats, yes. a lot of ifs. we got to be good stewards of that system. Exactly. Right? So to, to operate that permit, it says we have to do everything in our power to minimize pollution to the maximum extent feasible. That makes sense. So you guys are like your own little environmental protection agency. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yep. And so the plan that we're launching this year is our annual plan of everything that we're going to do to meet our permit. It's wow. 22 pages, and this is just the bare minimum. We do a whole lot more beyond this, but this is our, hey, what are we going to do to make sure that we stay in compliance with this permit? So is this a document that speaks internally to the city or externally to the community or both? Both. Both, okay. And and we want to get the the community's feedback on this plan. Uh, Just for example, you know, uh, it details our like business inspection program and where we're doing business inspections. It details our spill response program, our public education and outreach efforts. So we want to hear what folks like about the plan, what they want to see more of. Uh, just an example from the past, we had someone comment and say, hey, you should move business inspections more to Juanita. And so we did. Oh, interesting. And we're focusing on that. So we do take that feedback seriously. I encourage people to go go give it a perusal and, uh, you know, enjoy it over a nice meal. And So this document <laughs> is ready to go. It's on the It's, it's on ready the web. to go. It's published. It's, uh, we're going to have it in the show notes, Sue? Yep, we are. All right. Boom. Yep. And we want feedback by uh, February 23rd. So how can folks give you feedback? The best way is to go to to kirklandwa.gov slash stormwater, read the plan, and then you can email comments to stormwater at kirklandwa.gov. Oh, great, great. This is really a wonderful opportunity for our community to participate in our responsibility to be good stewards Mm -hmm. of the flow of water in our city. Absolutely. Yeah, so thank you, Aaron. Thank you. So before we move on to our next topic, which, uh, spoiler note, is our quiz, Uh I have a question. Okay. Last time you were on the show, you told us about a really interesting book, The Overstory. Yeah. Now, Kate Ryan, yeah. one of our podcast members, she just rent, took that out of the library. She's got the copy. She's got the copy. So that's right. 
So we're going to be hearing, you know, she'll give us a little insight, as you did. What are you reading these days? Yeah, so I just finished up uh, you know, a public works-related book called uh, The World Without Us, and it's kind of a thought experiment about what would happen if you just snapped your fingers and all of a sudden humans weren't around anymore. Interesting. So like, what happens to the wastewater systems and the pump stations and the natural gas lines underneath our sidewalks? Because there's no one there to keep those running anymore, right? Wow. Well, what happens to all the invasive blackberry? What happens to our native forests? The book goes through. Through well, all that. The first thing I think of when you say that is like, You've chosen your career well. I think so. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's just a really interesting thought experiment about uh, like everything that goes into making this world run. Yeah. And it pairs really well with another book called A Walk Around the Block. Ah, literally, tell us just, about that. If you just took around a walk around the block, all the public works miracles that are happening around you, like and questions like why is why are manhole covers round? That's in the why book. are why covers? are they? Pray tell. So Did for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> mostly so they don't fall in the hole. Oh, all right. Well, that yeah. makes sense. I, I uh, have come very close to accidentally dropping the rectangular storm drain covers down into the hole before. Oh, so you interesting. Don't want so it's a have... geometric uh, yeah. issue. Sure. Interesting. So um, it probably would be edifying to read these books as you read the stormwater plan. Yep. Yeah. Have all three open have at once. Have all three open at once. Well, thank you, Aaron. Will you stay hang around for our quiz? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so this is our pop quiz, multiple choice. One of these answers is a torrent of truth hmm. while the others just go down the drain. Nice. <laughs> Meaning one is true and the other two we just made up. Okay, we ready? So option A, pouring the dirty oil from an oil change down a storm drain can contaminate up to 10,000 gallons of water. Option B, a storm and sewage system first built in roughly 600 B.C., continues to service the city of Rome. Option C, the puddle is as shallow as you think it is, Jim. Go ahead, try and walk through it. Your socks won't get wet. Ooh, these are these are tricky ones. Uh Wow, well, Kirkland's working on our aging and failing infrastructure, but we don't have anything quite that old. Uh I'm going to go <laughs> with num I'm going to go with letter A. I think uh dumping your oil down the drain would contaminate 10,000 gallons of water. Well, the answer actually is B, a storm and sewage system from 600 B.C. continues to actually service Rome. At fall of the Roman Empire, the Cloaca Maxima, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, was miles long. It served as an effective means to clear stormwater and waste from the center of Rome for hundreds of years. Now, fed by aqueducts, the constant flow helped prevent disease. And some of the city's oldest buildings still empty into remaining parts of the ancient sewer. Wow. Boom. They got to update their infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. There is that angle, too. Well, that's a resilient system for sure. But did you know the amount of oil equivalent of one oil change can actually pollute more than one million gallons of fresh water, according to the EPA? So thank you, Aaron, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Always a lot of fun. And we have a lot of reading to do. Yes. <laughs> and don't forget to apply to a city advisory board if you want. Yeah. And that does it for this week. You've been listening to This Week in Kirkland. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. share. Special thanks to Anthony Girardi, David Walbrook, and Kate Ryan for their behind-the-scenes magic. Our next episode is on February 1st. Until then, stay, stay connected, connected, Kirkland. Kirkland.